Hello and welcome to the very first episode of The After Credibles, a brand new weekly movie discussion podcast. My name's Charlie Rogers and every week I and a team of equally unqualified experts will discuss everything from the world of movies. New releases, old classics, news, rumours, trivia, as well as talk about whatever's interesting us in the world of cinema. Over the next couple of episodes, I thought it would be a great chance for the presenters and I to introduce ourselves, Uh, maybe just talk about our interest in movies, our favourite genres, and perhaps what movies we're most looking forward to in the coming year or so. So without further ado, uh, thank you for joining the show, Guy Bevan and Alex Conway. Thank you. Yep. So these After Credible panel members have been my friends for many years, um, and up till a couple of years ago, we would meet up every week to watch a huge selection of movies. Uh, some of them were good, and most of them were pretty bad. Um, that's kind of become our thing, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, like, honestly, the After Credibles tag came from, I think, uh, when I dragged everyone along to watch 300, the sequel. I'm so glad I didn't go to that. <laughs> well, I, I thought it was going to be good. The trailer made it look like you know, as good as the first one. But after that, I just couldn't hear the end of it, you know. And then, then we kind of, I, I joined the after credibility and here we are. Yeah, you weren't allowed to pick movies after that, so. Except we gave him one last chance oh. and you picked um, you picked the worst, the, uh, one of the other worst movies we've ever seen, which was Exodus, Gods and Kings. And oh, we yes, did I not remember. like that movie at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that, 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 like, that wasn't even fun. At least we could laugh at 302. Yeah, actually, I remember we, we were so close to falling asleep in that movie. You know, it's, it's sometimes great directors just do not make the best. They, they just make a movie that just does not end up very good. And I think that's one of Ridley Scott's worst movies. Ridley Scott is rocks and diamonds at the best of times. <laughs> so we all don't watch movies together very often anymore. And what we tend to do is we've kind of branched off. Some of us go to the cinema a lot more than others. Some of us watch Netflix movies a lot more than others. Uh, Guy, what kind of moviegoer would you describe yourself as? Uh, well, oh, look, I can't kind of classify it through like how, like or where I'm consuming media and whatnot, whether that's Netflix or at the cinemas or something like that. I think... Uh, I'm more of a kind of personable, very. I'm, I'm the worst kind of movie watcher, effectively. I'm very social. I like to talk during films, and I like to nudge people and be like, "Oh, did you see that?" You know, that that's kind of like me. I, I'm a I'm a bad movie watcher, you know. But that, that's that's who I am, I guess. Yeah, I've definitely done that as well. Yeah. We've all done that, actually. Yeah, we we've, we've been shushed a few times in movies. <laughs> I can't use being a teenager as an excuse anymore because now we're a lot older and we're still doing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, the whole point of watching a movie, right, is to like immerse yourself and suspend reality and stuff. And like, I, I just cannot do that. I always want to be pointing out things and, and <clears> trying to like make myself seem like I'm better than the movie when in reality I'm not. <laughs> it is fun to make fun of movies. It's just a really fun way to do it. And even good movies aren't immune. It's really about the, the atmosphere. When you're with a crowd and everyone's laughing at something that everyone kind of saw as funny even though it was meant to be serious and it could be a really good movie it's fun to laugh laugh at it with the crowd Mm, it's true so alex how would you describe the kind of moviegoer you are depends the movie because i like to go by myself a lot and i like to have just graze on popcorn and just be immersed but if it's a trashy movie then i like to go with people and laugh and do stuff like that but most of the time, I just want to be immersed by myself to watching a movie. <laughs> That's interesting because I haven't. I don't think like I don't think I've done that for a while. Really? Although I have eaten a lot of popcorn, yeah. I love 
I, I, you know what? I'm known for wanting to watch a movie. Like, I tend to watch at home. I like to have a beer. I like to get some sweets and watch a movie, you know, sometimes on a streaming service mostly or even just on the TV. Sometimes I like being told what movie to watch because I'm just in a relaxed mood. Uh, but one thing I have been guilty of doing, I've been caught by friends walking into a cinema to watch a movie and I'm walking out with a full thing of popcorn because I wanted to take it and buy it and just bring it home. That's my that's my confession for, for this episode. Can I, can I ask Akon a question? How are yeah. you at watching films on a plane then? Because that's a really kind of like isolated singular thing yeah well i haven't flown far enough to watch it on a plane i've gone to bali there we go it's the first i've gone and whatever movie they were playing on the back of the seat is what i've watched man i mean very niche question guys i was thinking about the question about you know what kind of a movie goer are you and i answered that i'm quite a social like um, movie watcher and i like to talk a lot but then I, i fly you know to the states and back quite often and i always think about i'm just there like zoned in like i'm the most akon watcher at that point <laughs> so just just for clarification we call alex akon because his name is alex conway so yeah, if you hear us call him akon that's just an affectionate term super affectionate now what's a good movie you've watched recently guy so th- what uh what was it three billboards outside ebbing missouri i watched with um my my fiance and her mother and i thought that was hilarious it's it's really weird it's one of those films that like it 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 just has a bad message in the way that like you don't kind of nobody yeah. deals with their problems kind of in a healthy way everybody's got their own problems but i like how i guess it, it's not trying to like preach to you about any kind of moral or ethical code it's just a life film you know and I, that's what i really enjoyed about it did you find it like tonally awkward like tonally fluctuated from like hilarious to like what the hell is going on here yeah i i see exactly what you're saying and i didn't really think about this but i was with my fiance and she was watching it i was having a really good time and then there's a really kind of brutal and and unforgiving scene in the middle of it i won't give any spoilers but like she got really upset by that and would like not let it go for a week just being like and it was it was kind of like you know you know tonally different like the the character who was a um sam rockwell's character was a bit of a kind of like stuff up and, and stupid and everything just had this this really like i don't know it, how to describe it almost satanistic kind of scene and she was just like she was really perturbed by it so yeah no i i see i see what you mean yeah alex uh, speaking of um best picture candidates for this year did what what did you watch that you enjoyed alex oh this year i me and my partner, we tried to do as much of the best pitches we could, but we missed a couple. I didn't see the Gary Oldman one, and I didn't we didn't get to see the Call Me By Your Name. But mm-hmm. the rest mm-hmm. I so was that saw. The, the, that was the uh, Darkest Hour. Was the yeah, Gary Old, Oldman yeah, one. Darkest Hour one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, where he's I, I did actually see that. That that was pretty yeah, good. That's good. I mean, all, all biopics are quite similar, so but it, but it was quite good. Yeah. Um, I really liked Get Out. I thought Get Out was a really good film, just a good a good suspense film. Yeah, um, and, was... and with you know just a fun message. It was, I don't know, just a just a, it had a good message. It was interesting. It was really strange. It was fun, and it held it some like you could see where he got his influences from, like everywhere. Yeah, it was a real love letter to so many different kinds of movies. And what I really liked about it was I. 
I hadn't realized just how scary a movie can be by simply being weird. <laughs> like when everyone acts really strangely and mm. you don't know why and they do. And that that's a really good way of putting an audience member off. Mm. I'll tell you what biopic isn't. Sorry, Akon. I was going to say, I'll tell you which biopic wasn't created equal. Professor Marston and his Wonder Women. That is a terrible film, man. That's so oh, really? boring. Oh, man. Did you like it? I- I haven't seen it, but like the whole idea of like the creator of Wonder Woman is like an insane story. Yeah, it's insane, but man, like the whole they kind of dehumanize all of their aspirational factors into just these like basic sexually charged like rebels that go beyond like sorry go against the grain thing. But like I I I know what you're saying. It's a fantastic story, and they're so intelligent, and they're really inspirational people. And like if you read the biography about them, and like the the real Professor Marston and his two wives, and they lived, you know, until Professor Marston died, and then the two wives lived together. It's a really good story. But the film is just straight up S and M bondage sex. Mm. Like I mean, got to market this, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you could probably say I'm I'm missing the nuances of it, but I just thought they. Yeah, they had a really good subject material and they just got, like, the bits that weren't sex were boring. Oh, really? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the same with every movie guy? Yeah, yeah, well, I, yeah I know that sounds, <laughs> like, kind of very masculine and male of me, but, you know, I just thought they could have done, they could have done, like, something different. I mean, I was a little bit let down. So what's something, Alex, what's something you've watched in the last week? Oh, watched in the last week? Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, on the way home from uni, I downloaded The Third Man. The, oh, God, Carol Reed movie. I can't remember what year, but... Awesome Wells. Wells. Yeah, Awesome Wells in it. It was really good. Like, I've always heard people talk about it and, like, how it's this big critical essay writing think piece, like a thrill noir and it's just yeah it's really good like it holds up pretty well and it's good like twists and turns throughout Orson Welles movies they age really well don't they mm. not all movie makers of that era age as well as Orson Welles yeah, yeah. I watched I watched The Third Man off the back of watching Citizen Kane and yeah they're both I was heaps into both of them but they, they kind of it's kind of right up my alleyway I, I like kind of old films you know old black and white films yeah you know? so you're, you're so you're an old you're an old vintage film watcher guy in particular Man. you love your old films. yeah i used to work for foxtel right and they had this channel tcm which is turner classic movies and they would just non-stop play all of these old films you know they'd venture into the 70s but you know i watched this um film on there called goodbye mr chips from 1939 and it is I've like it that. is like my top one top two films of all time i don't oh, know wow. why it is there's something i think the immersion of film which i spoke about earlier is like just so there with those kind of films made decades and decades before you're even born yeah absolutely how about you alex do you have a favorite movie or a favorite couple of movies okay i've always got a top five and they always flux but i've got like top my top two like it'll always be like there will be blood like paul thomas anderson's there will be blood uh kill this ben wheatley and it like fluctuates from like the killing by stanley kubrick or like seven stuff like that Mm. it always fluctuates or like when harry met sally or something like that something oh that's a good variety i like that (laughs) yeah i watched harry met sally like last year or the year before and i was just like 
Oh, this is pretty good. I get why everybody goes on about it's it. A good movie. Yeah. I also like a good variety of movies. I'm not beneath watching um, a trashy movie every now and then, like a rom-com kind of thing. As long as Paul Rudd's in it, I'm pretty much sold on any kind of movie. And he's been in a lot of those kinds of movies, which is fine for me. Yo, Paul Rudd's going to be in the Ant-Man sequel this year, he huh? Is, well, he is Ant-Man. Yeah. So, yes, he is. And I'm really excited. Well, I, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, you love Ant-Man. I do. Huh? I love ants. I, be, I might as well go on record right <laughs> now to everyone listening and say that I have ants as pets and I really think they're interesting. And when I found out Ant-Man was going to get his own movie, I told my friends, including you guys, and you guys laughed in my face. I said, did you know there is an adventure called Ant-Man? And all you guys did was make fun of me uh, for the rest of the whoa, afternoon. Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't laugh. I was like, yes, Charlie, okay. I know. All right. <laughs> Not you, Alex, but Guy, and, Guy and the other After Credibles all took the piss out of me yeah, but- for hours. Yeah, but Ant-Man is such a like stupid concept. It's like they were running out of ideas. But admittedly, really fun it film. Was a the fun first film. one, and no doubt they were running out of ideas. It must be hard to translate tried and tested, but also really strange superhero uh, characters for the big screen yeah. without any context. Like I remember thinking Thor was such a stupid idea before I knew anything about him. But you know, he comes off okay. Yeah. Did you see Ragnarok? I did see it. I thought what'd it was you, good. What did you think? I of enjoyed it? it. I like it was good. It's good humor. I, as you know, I'm not a fan of like tacked on 80s like synth music in random movies. But I mean, I guess mm. Thor needed a change, so I understand it. It was um, the guy from Devo who did it. Did yeah, the music, which is pretty cool. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah I th- I what, what, what did you think, guy? Well, he, like I agree with you completely, but it took me like. 20 to 30 minutes to understand that because I was watching at the start and the start scene where like he's captured so that he can meet the villain and then they put this really dumb humor in it and I was just like oh this is so fucking lame (laughs) but then like it grew on me you know and when the guy came out with a New Zealand accent the the big rock man Mm. I was like oh man what the hell they're just trying so damn hard but at the end of the film I was like yeah that ruled the 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 sum is you know the sum of the parts is greater than the whole yeah yeah i like it and like it's good when a movie can have a bit of charm i mean especially with thor thor never had much going for him i think correct me if like if you would disagree let me know but i mean the first thor movies they're a bit they they got a bit stale quite quickly i still i don't remember anything about thor 2 and i saw it in cinemas yeah same um geez christopher elkiston was the bad guy and that was about it yeah, yeah, and that I, was yeah, funny re- and bad, and Yo, yeah, yeah. Was- what did Christopher Eccleston? Do? I can't, I can't remember that at all either. Who, who did Christopher Eccleston play? <gasps> I don't know. It's crazy, right? <laughs> no, his name was Malachi. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody remembers. So. One part of watching a movie and enjoying a movie is the company you watch it with. And we've all watched a lot of movies together. Alex, do you have a favorite great movie experience, either recently or as a child? Jeez, I, brutally honest, I don't remember shit from my childhood. Uh, yeah, um, I've got the best one. Alex, I'll stop you right there. Okay. I've got the best. I just had the thought. So I think the when the remake of the shit Godzilla came out, you know, the early 2000s Godzilla was terrible and they remade it and like, 2011 or 2012 or something yes yes so we were at the matara hotel in charlestown and opposite that is the hoyt's cinemas and we went to the pub and we were like smashing beers took a few takeaway cans into the cinema at hoyt's and i remember we were watching like godzilla there weren't too many people there and like we're pulling out a can of tui's new beer (laughs) and we crack it and makes this 
and they're like, we're trying to be heaps quiet about it. And then about four rows behind us are this kind of like this like Pacific Islander kind of big guys and like obviously kind of like high vis wearing dudes. And then they kind of look at us and they go, yeah. And then you just hear in the back row, pss, 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 pss. and like everyone had just gone to that screen of Godzilla to smash beers and watch it like monster flick. I love that. That one, I, I won't <laughs> forget great. that. We've actually had, we've done that at that same cinema guy a few times. We did it with um, Pacific Rim, another monster movie. And we were loud at Pacific Rim. There was no one else in the cinema. I oh, mean, you got so, just so many times that time. Oh, well, maybe there were a couple people that was, in the cinema. Um, we so also good. did it with um, Scott Pilgrim vs. World. That was a movie that if you're in the right mood and there's no one around and you're happy to kind of yell, that was a fun movie to watch. Yeah, Guy took mm, me to that. Absolutely. We, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, we skipped uni and went and saw that. But I saw it with Guy. Oh, I don't. Even, yeah, I, I don't even remember that. Yeah, Guy's seen it like three Guy, times. I'll never trust I don't you even again. Remember that? I, <laughs> Watching movies with other people. Well, I took my girlfriend at the time to see it too. I've probably see, I've seen that film more times than I can remember. Yeah, you have. <laughs> one of our favorite, well, my favorite memory would be uh, when we used to get together on like Friday nights and watch movies. It was probably like RoboCop two. Oh yeah, that was a great one. When we watched that, it was just ridiculous and we just ended up making up stories for background characters and skullbot <laughs> and skullbot still lives and it's just yeah one of the one of the prototype robocops that <laughs> died and only got about a five second cameo we turned into like a legend within our group it was um it was a great a great a great event um that's one of those movies that is great to watch with a rowdy group of people it just has so yeah. much to it. It's it's really admirable. Um, the special effects, of the, that vintage kind of special effects, whether it's stop motion, clay motion, mm. no CGI. There's a charm to those kinds of movies. Yeah, it's good. I think you could probably look at like RoboCop 2 and look at it as what the room should be if it didn't become so kind of like mainstream, good, bad cult film kind of thing. You know what I mean? Absolutely. No, I, I understand exactly what you mean. And I'm sure we will touch on the room uh, in a future episode of the After Credibles, because there is an entire culture that we could talk about, as well as the movie itself and the movie The Disaster Artist, which came out this year. Mm. Well, that's all we have time for today. We're very excited that you made it through the whole first episode of the show. Thank you, and thank you to our presenters, Guy Bevan and Alex Conway. Yeah, I promise we'll get a lot better from here. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty average. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> and thank you for listening to the After Credibles, your least credible movie discussion podcast. If you like the show, don't forget to subscribe to us via Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. Hit that like button. If you like the show, don't forget to rate us. And if you didn't, well, I'm impressed you're still here, but please do leave some feedback for us on any one of your podcast platforms. We have plenty of fresh content and movie discussion coming up, so be sure to tune in next week for another episode of The After Credibles. Credibles.